From the Texas Veterinary Medical Association in Austin, Texas, this is Veterinary Vitals, a podcast that focuses on current news in the Texas veterinary profession. I'm your host, Audrea Wood. Today on Veterinary Vitals, I speak with TVMA's newest hire, Trent Hightower, our General Counsel and Director of Government Relations. Trent graduated from Texas A&M University in 2004 with a degree in political science. He also earned his Master of Business Administration from Texas Tech University's Rawls College of Business and his Juris Doctor from Texas Tech University School of Law in 2007. We are thrilled to have him here and excited for you to meet him. Here he is. Welcome, Trent Hightower. Please introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Trent Hightower, and I'm the new General Counsel and Director of Government Relations. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your professional experience and where you were before you came to TVMA. Okay. Um, Prior to coming here, I spent three and a half years as the Assistant General Counsel at Texas Rural Water Association. Um, So there we were a trade association, much like TVMA, that represents the interest of water utilities in rural areas of the state. And then before that, I worked for a district court judge here in Travis County. And before that, I worked for the Texas Legislative Council. Okay, great. Now, before you got here, Angela Russell, our associate director, she said a lot of great things about you. So how did you come to know Angela? So while I was at Texas Rural Water Association, she was already the meeting and events planner and membership director there. And so we worked together for about a year and a half before she came to TVMA. I didn't realize she used to work there. That's so cool. Um, Who or what has inspired you in your career? Um, The district court judge that I worked for for six years. Um, Her name is Orlinda Naranjo. Um, She is really just kind of an inspirational person to me. She grew up in New Mexico, quite poor. had a baby in high school and then managed to put herself through medical school for a while, college and medical school for a while, then decided to change careers to law, put herself through law school. Wow. Worked her way through the ranks of like big law firms here in Austin, became one of the youngest district court judges in Travis County history, and then served on the Travis County bench for about 20 years. So just a lot, you know, just an amazing career trajectory for her and personal a trajectory and a lot that she overcame. Yeah. Um, and she is just, you know, probably like the whip smartest person I've ever known. So just a great mentor to me during the, my six years there working for her. Yeah, sounds like it. If you can go through medical school and then law school. <laughs> right. And while, you know, having very limited resources to do those things, right. you know, I think it really is just a, a testament to what hard work can do for someone. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and she's, you know, just a still somebody that, you know, when I was looking for a new job, she was somebody I was talking to about where I wanted to go and just kind of career advice type stuff. Cool. Do you keep in touch with her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as I, she was one of my references when I was applying here and um, need to get together and see her. She's, since she retired, she's been traveling a bunch, so. Awesome. What's something that would surprise most people about your field? I think one thing that surprised, would surprise people about my field, when I, when I tell people I'm a lawyer, they always expect that I'm in a courtroom all the time. 
um, and the you know the traditional law stuff that you see on TV. Um, I think what they don't understand is just how much other stuff attorneys do, and particularly in relation to this role, all the government relations work, um, working with the legislature, um, advocating in that way on behalf of an industry as opposed to on behalf of an individual client in a courtroom. Right. So there's a lot of networking, getting to know people in the legislature, and paperwork, I assume. Yes. Yeah, there's a whole lot of that. So that that does carry over. That's just kind of a constant, no matter what kind of lawyer you are, you're drowning in paper and emails and stuff. Um, but yeah, I would say that that's one of the big, big changes or big things that people don't necessarily understand is there's more than one way to advocate as an attorney. And, and my field is more geared toward the industry side as opposed to working with individuals. Right. So do you find yourself working alone a lot or are you taking people to lunch, going down to the Capitol, that sort of thing? Uh, Kind of all the above. You know, sometimes, you know, in my my previous role, um, we did a lot of going over meeting with staff and and members of the Capitol. Um, But then there's also a lot of writing emails and one pagers and, and kind of putting stuff together to kind of get your message across to various audiences. Sometimes that's the legislature themselves. Sometimes that's um, your own membership, trying to educate them on why we like or don't like this bill and and why we need them to act in some way. Um, So a lot of that um, goes into it. And then in the interim, yeah, those that relationship building, going over and going to lunch, meeting at the Capitol with their staff. In the interim, in a typical interim, the legislature is all back home in their districts, but their staff is probably going to still be here in Austin. And in, in many cases, you know, having that relationship with the staff member can be just as important as having a relationship with the representative or senator, him or herself, because they're kind of the gatekeepers, they're the decision makers, and, uh, you know, they're the, they're the people that make sure things get in front of their boss. Right. Okay. What is your career highlight that you are most proud of? Career highlight I'm most proud of? Um, Probably at my last job, uh, there was a kind of a a really burdensome legislative framework that was affecting our members in a bad way. Um, It's kind of complex and, you know, doesn't really affect to veterinary medicine, so I won't get into the boring details of it. Um, But we were able to, you know, through years and years of, of persistent kind of nagging of the legislature, able to get them to kind of offer some sort of relief. It wasn't necessarily as much as our, our membership would have wanted, um, but it was we were able to get the amount of relief that the legislature was willing to give at this time. Um, and so it was able to kind of alleviate some of the burdens that our members were experiencing based on previous legislation that we didn't like. And that was just a lot of work, a lot of pounding the pavement, a lot of building those relationships. and kind of building the case for why some sort of change needed to be put into place. Okay, gotcha. What career advice would you give to your younger self? You know, I would say just stick with it and be um, open to new experiences and new opportunities. Um, My resume, you know, kind of listed out the places I've been before I came here. Until I really started working at TRWA, I that was my first experience in kind of the association world and I really liked it. Um, Prior to that, you know, I worked directly with the legislature and then kind of a totally different change of career angle when I worked for the judge. Um, 
but I really think that every place I've been before here has prepared me well for this job in some way. And so I think that would be my biggest advice is, you know, be open to new experiences, even if it's not necessarily what you want to be doing right now. Um, go experience it, go learn something from it, and then apply it to the next thing. Okay, great. What is your favorite part about what you do? What gets you the most excited about your job? You know, I think it's just um, being the the voice of, of somebody over at the Capitol. You know, there's a lot of voices over there. There's a lot of competing interests. And I just really like being able to kind of take what our membership wants to do and take their interest and go and, and be their their mouth over at the Capitol and let people know what they, they feel. Um, you know, it's just, it's my way of, I guess, participating in our form of government is, is a way to describe it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what hobbies do you have outside of work? Um, mostly I, I like to, to run here in Austin. We've got a lot of trails and so I like to go run on the trails. Um, also, Austin's got a lot of patios to enjoy a beer on. That's kind of one of my big hobbies. <laughs> um, and then just hanging out with my two dogs. I've got a uh, chocolate lab named Sadie. She's 12. So the pandemic was awesome getting to spend some time with her as she's in her, you know, twilight years. Um, and then I have a four-year-old beagle mix named Rusty. And so Aww, he's a handful too. I have a beagle dachshund that I rescued from, um, well, her mother was pregnant when she was rescued and then she had the puppies in the shelter where I picked her up. That's exactly how Rusty was. He was, his mother was a Harvey rescue when Hurricane Harvey hit. And so, yeah, she was a pregnant dog that they rescued and then had puppies. So did you get Rusty in Houston or here? Uh, here, one of my friends volunteers for a, um, a rescue organization here in Austin. Awesome. And they just took in a whole bunch of Harvey, Harvey pups. And then, you know, that one had, had more pups. And so we just, uh, you know, took her, took him in. Okay. If you could have a superpower that would help you with this job, what would it be and why? Superpower to help me with this job. Probably just, you know, the ability to, I mean, I guess if there's power of persuasion, some ability to persuade people, um, you know, because, you know, like I mentioned on that, that, bill that we worked on so much at TRWA, um, there are certain people in the legislature that they, you know, they have their positions on various issues and they're just not going to budge from those positions. And so you may have your membership asking you to do something that just is not going to happen given the current makeup of the legislature or given the current chairmanship of a key committee or just a key player in a certain role. Um, It just isn't going to happen until legislative change happens. Um, so I guess that would be the biggest superpower would be able to get around that by convincing those people to think the way I do about something. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's just good in general for everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who needs money or the ability to fly if you can yeah. persuade people? Yeah, you can just get those things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I get on this plane, please? Right. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for taking the time to introduce yourself to the membership and all of our podcast listeners. I'm really looking forward to having you here. I'm excited to be here. That 
was Trent Hightower, TVMA's new general counsel and director of government relations. It was great talking with him. He definitely has a good sense of humor, so I think he'll fit in nicely here. If you're looking for some CE, DripVet's two-hour online course, Opioid 411, has been approved by the Texas Board of Veterinary Medical Examiners to meet all legal requirements. Opioid 411 is being offered to TVMA members for just $24.99 and is a self-paced online course available 24-7. On November 7th, TVMA will host a virtual anesthesia workshop. You can find more information on how to register for these courses on tvma.org. On November 9th, we will be in Tyler for a regional visit at the Jalapeno Tree. We will discuss legislative session outcomes, what keeps you up at night, and what we could do better to serve you. Bring your questions, comments, and ideas, and enjoy a complimentary dinner while earning 1.5 CE hours. Our externship database for DVMs and students is being finalized and will launch soon. We can't wait to show you this great member benefit, so keep your eyes peeled for more information on that. And lastly, TVMA has a new mobile app. View and renew your membership, purchase items from the store, and interact with your committees, all from your mobile device. Go to the App Store and search TVMA Member App to get started. If you have any topics you would like covered on this podcast or would like to nominate a guest, please email me at awood at tvma.org. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a colleague and rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. A like, a share, a retweet, these are all great ways that you can support TVMA that won't cost you a dime. I'm your host, Audrea Wood. Thanks for listening.